We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. It's 9 30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski. Outside, some very dense fog this morning, especially in the north towns. 48 degrees in Buffalo. Maybe give yourself some extra time. Visibility uh, not that well on the roads. Um, it, pretty much anywhere you're driving this morning, so something to watch out for. And the fog advisory not expected to lift until 11 this morning, so hanging around later than it has even in the last day. Here's what's happening. Another rate hike from the Fed. On Wall Street, stocks tumbling yesterday after the Federal Reserve raised interest rates for the sixth time this year, trying to cool the economy and bring down spending. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says it's too soon to speculate when the Fed will pause interest rate hikes, suggesting rates could go even higher than expected. We think there's some ground to cover uh, before we meet that test, and that's why we say that ongoing rate increases will be appropriate. We may ultimately move to higher levels than we thought. It's Andrew Dimbert reporting. WBEN's Tom Puckett here with more on how the Fed's rate hikes are impacting the Western New York real estate market. With another interest rate increase, Joel Husvar of the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors says there may not be as many offers for homes as there have recently been. Starting to see a few price reductions on some properties that probably, you know, They were priced a little bit high due to, you know, the multiple offers of the past. Um, But I think we're getting closer to a more normal market where, uh, you know, we were in years past. Hosfar says mortgage payments are going up, costing a potential homeowner a few hundred dollars more a month. Peter Hunt of Hunt Real Estate does anticipate prices coming down. Fannie Mae is predicting that prices will come down by about a point and a half in, excuse me, in 2023, where we've already seen a 9% plus increase in prices in 2022. So we're going to see, obviously, that's a significant drop from an increase of 9% to a decrease of 1.5%. Hear Hunt's prediction on Western New York prices online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Tom, thank you. Bills are not the only NFL team looking to build a new home. Down in Nashville, the Tennessee Titans went through a similar process with their local governments to determine who will pay for a new facility. WBEN's Max Ferry takes a look at how the two projects stack up. The Tennessee Titans have released more details and renderings of their new stadium. The city of Nashville and the state of Tennessee is projected to be allocating over $1.2 billion in public funding for what is projected to be a $2.1 billion project for a stadium for the Titans. Compared to the Bill Stadium, the cost of the taxpayer will be less, approximately $850 million for a stadium projected to cost 
$1.4 million. Erie County Executive Mark Polencars says we got the better deal. I think we got the much better deal. First off, Nashville is a joint county with Davidson County. It's a metropolitan government between the city of Nashville and the county of Davidson. And they've, they're increasing their hotel and motel tax. They're creating a special taxing district around the stadium to help pay for the costs associated with it. Uh, Erie County is putting $250 million in. It's a lot of money. Nashville Davidson's putting in $760 million towards that stadium. And then they have additional obligations going forward. We don't have any additional obligations going forward. I, I'm very pleased with our deal. And uh, I, I think the people, when they look at what's going on in the other, the other communities, they're going to realize we, we got a really good deal for, for Buffalo. The county executive, like our governor, believed that the Bills would have left Buffalo if no stadium deal was discussed. Tennessee officials believe the same with their current deal. Contracts are currently being worked out with both teams in their respective counties and states. More details are available to you on our website. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes, we'll be hearing a little bit more from the county executive on the design of the stadium itself. 5.06 now on WBEN. David DePap, the suspect in the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, to back in court tomorrow on attempted murder and attempted kidnapping charges. Paul Pelosi remains hospitalized, recovering from injuries sustained when DePap attacked him with a hammer, knocking him unconscious. Investigators say DePap's intent was to kidnap Speaker Pelosi. Capitol Police say they have access to 1,800 cameras at their command center in Washington, D.C., including some outside of Pelosi's home. But those cameras were not being actively monitored because the speaker was not home at the time of the attack. Capitol Police only noticed a problem when they saw lights from local police cars in the video feed. Sources say the Pelosi home was equipped with a private security system, but it's not clear if the system's alarm was activated. M. Wynn reporting. A nationwide takedown of a catalytic converter theft ring worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The feds announcing nearly two dozen arrests after investigations in nine states from California to New Jersey. The feds say the suspects in this scheme incentivize criminals to steal more by advertising online and promising to pay for shipping. Some car owners are now trying to deter thieves by using a cable locking device or etching their vehicle's VIN number onto the converter. That's Andrea Fuji. Catalytic converter thefts up 230% in New York City. 5.07 now on WBEN, a third straight win for the Sabres. This time beating the Penguins at KeyBank Center 6-3. Here comes Thompson with a two-on-one. Thompson with Tuck. Thompson to Tuck. Scores! He can score him. He can set him up. Tage Thompson finds Alex Tuck in front of the net, and Buffalo has taken the lead. Sabres were down 3-1 to one in the third period before staging the comeback. Here's Tuck after the game. We didn't get down on ourselves. We didn't slump down, and we went out there and tried to respond right away. And we were able to have a good come from behind win there. And you know what? It showed a lot of uh, guts in this room. And... It took all of us, honestly, and we, we all bared down and uh, started with comms and net and went out from there. So a lot of guys stepped up in that third period, and we responded well. Looking good, uh, not just in the third period either, really from the get-go, I thought. Um, you know, able to withstand the Penguins, uh, knock them back even after going down there. They've outscored opponents 20-7 to in third periods through the first 10 games or of the season. So third period wow. Sabres, they are uh, there all the way until the end. Maybe that's the youth, <laughs> their yeah, youngest team I in the league. So. Got that extra uh, energy for the end of games. Uh, at least it's what it looks like. That's the best goal differential 
in the league in the third period. And they're 7-3 and three at this point to start the season. Looking good. How about it? Uh, got some good uh, vibes around the Sabres. They're on the road uh, next. But big game next week. Jack Eichel returns once again. We'll be waiting for that. And the Bills, Tredavious White, ready for his return whenever that is. It was a very complex thing. Um, it's my first time ever having a surgery or, or injury of any sort. So it's, it's, it's a different space for me. So I'm just taking a day at a time, like I said, and uh, just see where I can go from there. The Bills cornerback speaking after Wednesday's practice. He's been recovering from ACL surgery almost a year ago. He was activated to the Bills' 53-man roster Tuesday, but Coach Sean McDermott says White is still day to day. We'll see what happens, see if he plays this weekend. A lot of fans can't wait for, I mean, with how good this team is, to get <laughs> maybe their best uh, defensive player back. Uh, that's a big addition at the trade deadline. Uh, speaking of which, Sean McDermott yesterday talking about the two new additions from the trade deadline. We'll hear more from him later on this morning. But always good to hear from Trey White. It's been a very long time, you know, as you mentioned, almost a year ago. Thanksgiving. When he had that uh, ACL injury. Good to see him back. We'll see when he's able to get back to game action. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Some patchy fog this morning, followed by sunshine this afternoon. Highs today in the low to mid 60s. For tonight's mainly clear, a little more fog in spots. Overnight lows in the upper 40s. We head into your Friday, partly sunny skies, highs near 70. A mix of sun and clouds, mid 70s on Saturday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Joining us live on the line, Ed Hutton, Director of the Financial Markets Lab at Niagara University. We're talking about the rate hike once again from the Fed announced yesterday. All right, Ed, uh, the announcement from the Fed yesterday, no one was really caught by surprise. Everyone was expecting this. What we don't know is where it goes from here. Um, I love the headline, uh, another rate hike, but uh, Fed hints at, uh, you know, possibly slowing down after this, like it's uh, someone staring into a crystal ball. Yeah, they... Uh it's been quite a it's been quite a ride. We we've really had the the steepest rate increases uh, in about forty years, and so the Fed keeps raising rates. But there's a real question about have they gone too far, and are they really are they trying to drive this uh, this move by looking ahead, or are they trying to do it by looking in the rearview mirror? So what the Fed keeps doing is looking at what's happening with inflation, and as it looks at inflation. Uh, it really doesn't say, see, show any signs of slowing down. And what seems to be driving a lot of the inflation right now are costs related to housing. So especially things like rents and uh, house prices and then wage growth. A lot of those things, though, uh, it, when the Fed raises interest rates, they probably won't see the effect for six months, 12 months, even 18 months. And so what's happening right now is that the the Fed is trying to set policy by raising rates. It hasn't seen the uh, the effects. It hasn't seen inflation come down. But part of that might be is what they call the lag. It just may take months or even ye a year for this to be uh, uh, shown through it in the inflation data. And what a lot of people are really concerned with and what happened in the markets yesterday is the idea that uh, the Fed is really willing to, to have the economy go into a recession to get inflation under control. You know, on the markets, Ed, um, I was watching this yesterday. Stocks were up all day, even after the, you know, move that raised the rates yesterday. 
but it was after Powell yeah. spoke that then they turned sharply lower. So what is it that he actually said that got, you know, that rattled investors? Yeah, sure. So when the Fed made their announcement, they, they sent out the press release. And in that announcement, they said, uh, basically, they said, hey, listen, we're, we're going to think about slowing down the rate of increase. We're, we're still putting the brakes on, but we're not jamming on the brakes. And so they, they gave what was really sort of an encouraging statement. And a lot of traders took that as, uh, as the signal to start buying. And I, I, I think, as you said, this is a Markets were up 400 points or more. And then uh, Powell did a press conference, and uh, it was quite a buzzkill. He, uh, he said, hey, listen, you know, don't, don't think, don't focus on how fast we raise rates, but rather where we get to. Uh, and he basically threw a lot of cold water on the idea that the Fed is ready to pivot, that the Fed is ready to stop and slow down its uh, its rate increase. He said we had been talking about uh, maybe raising the four and a half percent on the Fed funds rate. He said it may be higher than that. And as he kept talking, the markets kept falling. And so uh, by the uh, time the markets finished up yesterday, they were down over five hundred points. Which does that tell you? I think we've talked about this before. Uh, you know, as he kept talking, the markets kept falling. You mentioned, um, it, you know, might it be wise to go back to, I feel like, what the Fed chair used to do, which was say, all right, here's here's the rate increase, the rate decrease. Here's what we're doing. See ya. And then, like, no speculation, no anything. We never heard from uh, them as much as we are now. Well, you know, Brian, this, the idea of the Fed actually announcing uh, what they were doing with rates uh, before 1994, uh, the Fed didn't even make any announcement. <laughs> Basically, it was uh, it was something that you didn't learn uh, until months later. Uh, so maybe uh, maybe we need to go back to 94 when that happens. But but seriously, what the what the Fed is trying to do right now is to let it has a a uh, a real concern right now of this what's called a wage price spiral and what that means is that if workers right now expect that the very rapid pace of inflation that we've had if they expect that to continue no one's going to settle for a two percent three percent four percent raise people are going to start 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 demanding uh eight nine ten percent raises and when that happens Inflation becomes entrenched. It becomes something that is very, very difficult to uh, to reverse. And so, what the Fed is trying to do is to say, uh, we are going to uh, take care of this inflation now, even if it means that the economy has to go into a recession. And what they're trying to do is to make this inflation something that ends in the next year or so. Uh, it it remains to be seen whether they'll be successful. And it's going to mean a bigger squeeze. On us, the consumer, right? Well, it, it certainly has if you look at things like uh, mortgage rates right now. So we were talking about mortgage rates in the 3% range a year ago, and, and now they're over 7%. Uh, and we can see that in other things that are, are going to take a little while to be reflected. But when companies have to pay higher borrowing costs, it means uh, that we have to pay more. So uh, there continues to be uh, inflation, especially in areas with the things that people buy every day, like 
food. And so I think it, everybody notices it's in the grocery store. So even if you're not getting a mortgage, if you've got a fixed rate mortgage already, just take a look at what's happening with food prices. Yeah. Um, well, where do we go from here is the big question. Uh, are we going to have an opportunity to really see the impact of what the Fed has done so far? I, I mean, I, I guess my question is, how long do we have to wait before we know if it's working or not? And that, right up, that's the big question. And uh, there are a lot of signs right now that there's some trouble in the economy. Uh, and so, especially if you look at, uh, at what's happening in certain uh, industries, that uh, they're starting to feel that reduced demand. People, just the feeling around the country is much more negative in terms of uh, people looking about their economic health. Now, part of that, I think, is going to be reflected in what happens in the elections next week. Uh, and so we talked about uh, uh, what what may uh, lead to different candidates, different parties, uh, uh, and what might be responsible inflation. I think this is going to have a big effect on uh, on the uh, elections next week. I think that there is a, uh, a concern that there's been too much stimulus, that there's been too much spending, and that's the real root cause of the inflation that we're going to see. And so uh, I think that part of it is going to play out uh, in the economy. And right now it looks like that there's a, a much – higher likelihood than there has been in many years that uh, we will go through a recession. Hopefully it will be a recession that is relatively mild and short-lived, so a few quarters, but uh, it remains to be seen. But certainly next year is going to be a, a year of increased volatility. Ed, thank you. We appreciate the time this morning. Ed Hutton is director of the Financial Markets Laboratory at Niagara University. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.